What's up, my little mistakers and new listeners? You're tuned in to the Humor in Mistakes podcast, where each week we have a guest come in and talk about past mistakes. I'm Donovan McNeil. And I'm Andrew Gleason. And we find mistakes hilarious. But human. We think we can learn a thing or two. So join us on our journey as two upcoming comedians who make mistakes. Take a listen, have a laugh, and go make a mistake. Y'all, I hope you're being safe out there with the Rona spreading around. They ain't shit I can do for you. I'm just a comedian. But what I can tell you is that people are getting sick. So wash your hands, sneeze into your elbow, avoid large crowds. If you do feel sick, quarantine yourself. Remember, it's about we, not me. Just stay safe. I wish you the best out here. Um, I hope I can help. Now, we've started releasing episodes at 7 a.m. This is the first one we've done, so let us know how you feel about this new time slot. Our guest for this week is a new tree broad. You'll catch most of her bio during the interview portion of this episode, so what I'll do is just describe Anu as a person. Anu is one of the most kind people you will ever meet, so much so that sometimes I want to ask her for snacks because I know if she has them, she'll probably share. Do you know how rare snack sharers are in 2020? As a habitual snack asker, I know that it is rare that someone will share their snacks. I wouldn't be surprised if a new carried around trail mix. Anyways, Anu is one of those people that gets her energy from helping others. And you can always learn a plethora of knowledge from those type of people. So check out her episode, Little Mistakers. Thank you. What's up, my Little Mistakers? And welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast. I'm here with the new tree Broad and Andrew Gleason. What's up, y'all? Hi. How you Hi. doing? A new is the creator of Transactors Improv. No. Oh, God, You're not no. the creator? You're not, not you that. seem like the creator. <laughs> I just, I Mistake see you. Mistake number one. Oh, I already fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the longest running team in the Southeast. Uh, she's a member of Danny Canoe. Didn't create that either. And <laughs> I co-created that one, oh, actually. You co-created Mistake okay. number two. Oh, fu- I'm fucking up all <laughs> over the place. Uh, she is an adjunct professor at UNC for the MSA accounting program, which I need to know more about because I'm an accounting major. And she loves performing. Like, performing is the number one thing that she loves to do more than eating, drawing, uh, doing mm-hmm. cartwheels. Yeah. Uh, she loves when people get it. They just they become their true selves. Is that the bio that I have fucked up? Oh, there's one other little mistake. Oh, no. okay, let's do well, it. Well, first of all, I don't know what an MSA is. It's a Master's of Accounting program? Yeah, Master's of Accounting. Where's the S? The, it's like Master's of Science of Accounting, right? Oh, okay, so that was my mistake. Okay. Mistake number one for me. Okay, so we're tallying We're going to keep track. <laughs> all right. And then I feel like it's really important to say that I am not an accountant. People think that means I teach accounting. And what we do need to say is I teach improv to accountants. <laughs> you, okay. Because I am very much not an accountant. Uh, me me neither. Uh, just got the degree. Not really? Okay, so none of us are accountants. No. Okay. So the tally right now <laughs> is McNeil two mistakes. 
a new one and Andrew Zero. I feel like Thank Andrew's you. made a mistake because he hasn't spoken yet. Oh, there are <laughs> I, see, and I accidentally already gave him a towel. So. <laughs> That's a mistake on you, sir. I <laughs> no, made zero mistakes. I feel like he should take off one of his mistakes because he got that right. Okay, so we're all even. <laughs> All right. All right, by the Look, end of the, the podcast. The game is rigged. <laughs> I like this game. I'm, I'm a fan of it. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited as well. Uh, you were nervous at first, and I was like, you shouldn't be. Like, you, <laughs> I see you so, um, you're always so confident on stage. Okay. I s- uh, that not the. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish or something. Oh no, she's always seemed so confident on stage, and I'm like, a news got this, and she's about to change the whole world by telling <laughs> how she got to this point. <laughs> <laughs> that is no pressure whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I get nervous because I get the feeling. Although I have to admit, I haven't yet listened to this podcast. You can put that down as a mistake Ooh, on yep. my. Um, but I get the feeling that you guys go pretty deep here, so I felt like. I have to share deep, vulnerable stuff, and that makes me nervous. Oh, no. We we vary. Some people get deep on us, and we're not prepared. <laughs> like, Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. We had one of my first episode, uh, Chad, he was cool. He started crying. I was like, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, Whoa. Yeah, I mean, it was good. Great it was a great episode. episode. That's beautiful. But it was like I just hadn't realized that like, people would open up that much. Well, I should let you know that you – there's something about the vibe you put out, maybe just the title of it, that makes it seem like shit. That was mistake, mistake number two. <laughs> no, I am winning. <laughs> Let me make sure my phone's on silent. I if mean, I even turned my phone off, you guys. My phone is not on silent. That's a mistake for me. <laughs> so everybody's got two mistakes I'm now. I'm loving right. this game. Okay. So no, just the vibe you guys put out, uh, something about it made me feel like shit's going to get real. Can if you wanted to. Yeah. But the number one thing <laughs> is the guest <laughs> is comfortable. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. The number one priority with all of them is uh, being comfortable. Nice. So it's like, yeah. It's nice. Just chill Whatever out. you want to talk about. Yeah. Well, I if I'm not scared, then I'm excited because there's nothing I love more apart from improv than talking and having people actually listen to me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's like one of my simple joys in life. You have our full undivided attention. <laughs> uh, one because we have to. It's like it's like the I job. Love it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, two, it's because you're interesting. Oh, you're very sweet. So who is a new tree broad? Like if we were in an elevator and mm. it was like, hey, mm. what's up? Introduce yourself to me. But I gave you the option. Like it was like a very like passive. Hey, I'm like, you seem like a cool vibe. What would you say about yourself? Oh, my God. There's so much I want to, like, break down about that. Why oh. are we in an elevator? I like being in an elevator, but... Uh, um, we're on a, like... we just an escalator. Yeah, we could be an escalator. <laughs> stairs. <laughs> we're on stairs. Well, okay, I have to admit to you that I hate that question so passionately, and I don't hate you. Okay. I don't hate you at all. Sweet. I like you a lot. Sweet. Uh, but I find that question to be extremely hard. Who am I? I mean, I'm an improviser. I'm a sassy person. <laughs> I'm a really deep person, and I'm a spiritual person. How do you answer who you are? Those are a few things that come to mind. Uh, I answer it like uh, just like what I like to do, like okay. where my stance is on certain things. Okay. Um, See, the, the, this is helpful. Yeah, like and just like how I became me. Like if I had like two minutes in an elevator, yeah, I might start getting into like how I became me. Like how did you – I guess my question is – how did you get to this point? We're just trying to get a history because it'll give us uh, more of a basis on mistakes. 
Cool. Okay, that was helpful. So how did I get to where I am, at least with improv? Um, so I gave a, a speech yesterday um, called Improvisation for Life. And I talk about three improv tenets that have really helped me in my own life. And I go a little bit into my backstory. So I, I've been giving this speech a number of times in the last couple of weeks. So it's on my mind. So I had a lot of really extreme social anxiety. And I was kind of living in a prison of my own social anxiety, especially when I was in college. And I was just desperate to get out of that prison. I thought that that was my life sentence, that I was going to be scared to have interactions with human beings for the rest of my life. And I started a lot of self-development, like journey. I um, was reading a lot of books. And one of the themes that I was reading in the books was you know, to get what you want in life or to live your purpose or to break free from your fears, follow your intuition. It's like there's so many answers out there in the world or ways you should live. And, you know, everyone wants to tell you how to live. But what I've come to find out is your intuition is your own personal download about how you should live because nobody can tell you how to live, right? So I didn't know that at the time, but I thought, okay, that sounds intriguing, intuition. So I started kind of practicing following my intuition. So what that meant for me was, oh, something something feels like I should turn left here rather than going straight. So I'm going to just turn left here. Or I feel like eating this thing and not eating this other thing. So I would just start practicing in little ways. I'll tell you a fun little story that kind of really made me trust my intuition during this time. So I was biking home from college. I lived in Humboldt County in a, a little town in Northern California. And I usually went a certain direction and I had one of those things. I had turn left here. I was like, hmm, I, there's no reason to turn left. I always go this route. But I decided to turn left. And I went down a side street and I ran into my first love, Nick Jones. And we hadn't seen each other for probably like a year or something. And we just were standing there talking. We talked for probably just a few minutes. And this is a really weird story. So I'm going to get into like some weird woo. But um, nothing like this had happened to me before. And nothing has like this has happened to me since. I've had a lot of really weird things happen. But this specific thing has never happened before or since. So we're sitting there talking. And then he just stopped talking. And I stopped talking. And we were looking at each other. Big blue eyes. And a spark. <laughs> jumped out of his eyes and jumped out of my eyes and just kind of exploded in the middle. Okay. <laughs> that's a spark. Like, that's that first true love. But, like, I saw the spark. I'm not talking about a metaphorical spark. I saw some sort of, like, electron or something just, like, jump and go like that. And I don't know what he saw, but he just looked at me and he goes, man, it's so good to see you. Like, I felt like he experienced something and I experienced something and... Yeah, it was really interesting. I told the story in my speech yesterday, and then I went on to the improv tenants, and somebody came up to me afterwards, and they were like, what happened to Nick Jones? <laughs> like, I need to know, because your soul's high five <laughs> is what happened. That is ex- that's what happened. Our soul's high five. We're like, oh, my gosh, thank you for being on my journey. Nothing else happened. It was totally like just a beautiful moment. I don't think anything else needs to happen, but we live in a world where we want to make that into like a rom-com and then we oh, get married. I was already writing it in my head. <laughs> I was. I imagine like y'all, uh, he got on the back like you had pegs on the your back wheel and y'all uh, went down Venice Beach or something. 
I grew up right near Venice Beach, but okay. I was in Northern California. Mistake number four. <laughs> Humble for County. Me? For you. Okay. I'm on three. Andrew's got three. Oh, you I'm got sorry. Two. You put that down as a mistake for oh, me. We're all tied then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Humboldt because uh, back in the day before things became legal, that's where all the good good came from. Humble weed, man. You're right. Yeah. I don't smoke pie. I hate to disappoint people, but everybody smoked pie in Humboldt, except for me. Yeah. That's, and everybody was growing. Like, it's not just a that's stereotype. Where the good stuff came from. I it's remember because, not naming anybody, but I don't smoke anymore either. But when I was good a teenager, that's where, uh, that's where all my stuff came from. Okay. It was really common in Humboldt <laughs> to go over to someone's house and open up their closet and see big pot plants and grow lights. And it was just totally common. It's a nice town. It's a nice town. I wish I would have visited at some point. Well, it's not too late. It's not. You're right. You it, it is soon. not late. Is at it all. the same now that everything's legal? I don't know because I haven't been back in a while. Was that where you were born? No, I was born in Southern California. What part? Uh, Los Angeles okay, in a town cool. called Pacific Palisades. Nice. Which is right next to Venice Beach. Okay. Which you just randomly mentioned. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. So let me finish because I feel like if anyone's like clocking this and paying attention i did stop my story midway so got this intuition blah blah blah, started following my intuition i kept hearing like this voice not like a voice you hear but like i kept getting this like what i would now call a download take an acting class take an acting class and i was like horrified because i didn't even want to have a conversation with someone let alone be in a situation where i was in front of people and people were looking at me that sounded horrifying so but i felt like i had to do it I was getting the downloads. So long story short, we'll fast forward a little bit. I moved out here with a friend of mine who was going to grad school, and I signed up for a local class, Improv 101, at the Art Center. And I was terrified and had no idea what to expect. And again, long story short, I just like fell head over heels in love with it. Just thought it was the most amazing thing in the world. It was horrible for a long time, but I just, it was so fun that I couldn't stop doing it. And uh, doors kind of opened for me. Transactors asked me to come start playing with them and then rehearsing with them and et cetera, et cetera. So that's that's kind of like a condensed version of my story. So how, So you said that there were some rough parts when you were first starting improv. Like what made mm -hmm. you want to get past the pain points of when you first start? That's a, that's a such a good question and not one that I answer a lot. So thank you for Can asking that. Can I erase that. one of my mistakes for that? Yeah. Like, what? Well, I don't know. Are we erasing mistakes? Or yeah, you can't erase like should, your past, I feel bro. Like, uh, you can't erase her. We could also make like, whitewash the like bonus charts. Okay. Like, but that could get out of control because there could be so much great things. Exactly. I don't know. We'll, we'll just we'll just say we'll just keep it at mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> We're all at three right now. All at three. I feel like you should at least put a star by your name for okay. that great question. It's like if everything's tied the stars will yeah. be the tiebreaker. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're we're good. We're good. We're we good. All agree on that. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Andrew agrees by just not saying anything. <laughs> I think. I, think I don't fair. think it's fair. I think this game is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so great question. Now I just have to remember what it was. Uh, right. So, I truly believe when you have a deep passion for something and it's your purpose. Almost nothing can keep you away from it. So all my stuff came up, all my embarrassment and shame. You know, I'm, I'm getting over social anxiety. I'm up in front of people. I'm making mistakes galore. I'm just like being seen. All this stuff that I was really, really uncomfortable with. And um, 
I couldn't turn away from it. I mean, I think the the drive and joy and desire for it was like a little bit stronger than the, having to deal with my own stuff. Do you guys feel that way? Like when something is just so, like maybe you feel that way about stand up or? Agreed. I, I do think that like once you actually like something, the pain points hurt less. Like I don't love editing, like, but it's worth it because I love making this podcast. Uh, I love, I love, I like what the work produces. And so it doesn't bother me as much. And I haven't found many things like that. Okay. So with the podcast, what about stand up? Don't you do stand up? I do stand up. Stand up is a little rougher for me. I I hate those pain points a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. But it's the same. It's like it, it makes up for it. It's Um, not, I don't think it's about not hating the pain points. I think. You totally hate every pain point every time it comes up. Like, you can't not hate it. It's just, is there something magnetizing you that's stronger than that? You know what I mean? Exactly. And I also think, like, sometimes the pain points, the more you get invested, the pain points sometimes hurt a little bit more. Like, uh, especially when you're invested in something. Uh, Like, you write a joke and you're like, I love this joke. This is genius level and no one even chuckles <laughs> oh yes god that hurts yeah, yeah. it stings mm. uh, but you just got to get past it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your advice to someone who is experiencing those pain points and maybe wants to turn around well you just i mean you have to go and ask your soul you know is do i love this and you just know if you love it and There's the other side of the coin. I know what you're asking, but let me just flip to the other side of the coin for a second, which is I think sometimes people stay too long in pain points when there's not enough payoff. So I am not a big believer in like pushing through the pain and there has to be like a profound payoff in order to do that. Um, So let's let's pretend that something deep inside of you wants to do this thing. Stand up, improv acting, music, whatever it is, something that's kind of risky, and you're facing rejection or you're facing just things that you don't want to face within yourself, I guess my advice is the payoff is always worth it. It's always 100% worth it to follow that calling in your soul. I can't imagine, like, I don't want to be dramatic, but, and I'm not going to cry, don't worry. (laughs) I ain't no Chad. We're no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just can't imagine my life. Like, it would be really interesting because I do believe there's parallel universes. Like, had Me I not. Too. Yeah, we should talk about that. But had I not followed this path, I'm sure I would have gotten into stuff like it. Like the speaking I do is super similar or anything where I'm communicating and helping people. But I don't know. Improv is like the I feel like there are things in life for all of us that are the exact right fit. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it's like it, it slowly works out to where you I feel like the more I do this, the more like it, I'm noticing that it fits like this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Um, yeah. So nice. I agree with that. Nice. And you get I feel like the universe is really responsive. Like it'll let you know. It'll let you know when you're fucking up. Can we swear on this? Yeah. And it'll let you know when when you're on the right path. Again, don't expect it to be flawless and easy because it's not gonna be. You're gonna always have to face your own stuff, but it'll give you feedback. I feel like the things 
where people say, hey, like the compliments we get consistently are like little signs to us like, hey, because I think oftentimes we don't know when we're good at something because it comes so easy to us. Do you know what I mean? You don't even think about certain talents you have because they're just completely natural to you. You know, speaking of which, uh, bringing up uh, Masters of Accounting, that's one time when I did not listen to the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Nice segue. Um, (laughs) Do tell. Well, because like I was not meant to be accounting major at all. (laughs) I was just doing it because I could do it. But like every single class, I hated it. Wow. Like and hated it. And like no. Straight up. Yeah. Not even liked it a little bit. It was just like, oh, I mean, I can put these numbers in the right place. I can sit down at a desk and do this. And I think often people, like you were saying, don't listen when the universe is like, why the hell are you doing this? Yes. And you are 100% right. The universe speaks through how we feel. If you hate something, (laughs) that's a freaking sign. Don't do that thing. I mean... Again, there's like variations and all that stuff. And if you if if you light up doing something, you have to do more of that. You just have to do more of that. See, my problem was I was a, a young man, and there was some beautiful women in the accounting program. <laughs> this is no joke. And uh, yeah, but but yeah, so that's why I was in it because there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of paired work in the accounting program. Nice. Okay, this yeah. is something I did not know. Oh yeah, there was a lot of group projects. Sharing spreadsheets. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's why I got an accounting <laughs> degree. Wow. Yeah. And don't use it. Never used it. No, never used it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's well, something. How do you, do you have you learned anything <laughs> in accounting? No, God no. I'm, I know I can bring nothing to those people except for what I bring, which is my artistic abilities and abilities to help them uh, learn concepts like self-confidence and good communication and that kind of thing but no they did not hire me for anything to do with (laughs) accounting and so i can't pretend that i know anything about them fair enough fair enough okay um so through your life there there have been doubts um so you've said yes but you've you've traversed through that so do you feel like you're on the other side of things no, hell no. Hell no. Okay. You know what annoys me? I don't know if you guys are in this world at all, but um, have you heard of The Dark Knight of the Soul? No. I've seen that movie. Oh, there's a movie called The Dark Knight of the Soul? Oh, uh, just The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Batman doesn't have a soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the spiritual community, if anyone's kind of like on a, a similar spiritual path to me and they're listening, they'll understand what I'm saying. Oh, re- remind me to tell you about a podcast. Oh. Okay. One that you should listen to. Okay. When should I remind you? Just after. I just wrote it down. Just okay. so oh, it doesn't nice. forget. Is that another story? Nice. <laughs> I'm just trying to say a bitch. You only care about the stars. <laughs> I feel like it would be a star, but you asked for it, okay. so now it's not a star. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. I actually think you should get a star for asking for it because you asked for what you needed. Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> okay, double star. The Dark Knight of the Soul. Dark Knight of the Soul. So. When you're on a spiritual path, they talk a lot about the dark night of the soul. When you just doubt everything and you question everything and everything looks like despair and darkness. And and I want to punch that phrase so hard in the face. Like, I think it's like the stupidest phrase. And I'll tell you why. My life is littered with dark nights of the soul. And I feel like dark night of the soul, I'm using little hand quotes, sounds so cute. It's so cute. It's a night. 
it's a night. It's a night where you're like wrestling and you're in bed and you're like questioning reality, questioning yourself. I'm like, what the fuck? My life is a fucking dark. Like I have a lot of joy in my life as well, but like I, it hasn't stopped for me yet. Like those. K N I G H or N I G H T. Oh, I'm sorry, N. Okay, I was imagining like this oh, night. Oh, yeah. a dark night, damn. Like I was imagining you in oh bed like, wrestling yeah. this like dark night, like a black guy in a suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Sadie's super excited right now. We have a dog here, and she just got really excited when we talked about all she this. She looks like a dark night. <laughs> so it's like you don't like the phrase because it's, it's too uh, silly for what... It, I, is defining. Look, it's a great expression, and I think people get comfort out of it when they're struggling. What I don't like about it is it's one word, night. How about dark decades of the soul? Oh, okay, <laughs> I see like, what you're saying. It yeah. just seems like too... So, just, uh, sorry, Donovan. Oh, it's whatever. <laughs> was asking about, um, am I on the other side? And so, no. I mean... Maybe I am. I've had a good month, but like, it just seems like those waves of um, pretty extreme struggle continue to come up for me. Very true. And uh, actually, before you were walking in here, I was recording uh, like an introspective thing. I do like this intro at the beginning of the podcast yeah, episode. Okay. Uh, so I was talking about doubt. And one of the things that I've accepted is that doubt is going to occur no matter mm. what. Uh, nice. Through reading like self help books mm -hmm. um, and like books on creativity, it's like I know it's coming. Mm. So it, it's in 2020, it doesn't hurt as much, even though we're only like, 12 days in. Because I've <laughs> I've accepted that they're they're here. So even when I'm dropping an episode, I'm like I know that there's a part of me that's going to say this episode sucks. Yes. Yeah. I've even yes as we're talking, I'm like oh this episode is going good, but make sure you don't mess it up. Like as you're talking. And I'm like, no, that's just the doubt. Like, Good for you. Yeah. I think that is an extreme amount of wisdom you have to be able to discern those. My, one of my favorite spiritual teachers, Alan Cohen, um, talks a lot about the two voices in our head. So there's the voice of fear and the voice of love. And if we can begin to discern those two voices it can bring a lot of clarity to our lives. Because I think the voice of fear, slash doubt, whatever, is always going to be there, like you said. It's not going anywhere. We're human. Like, we're meant to be struggling. We're meant to have fear. We're meant to have doubt. Not Sadie. <laughs> not for dogs. I got to take a picture Chilling. of her. So Definitely. we can post this. <laughs> like, um, but, but if we can see doubt for what it is, or if we can see fear for what it is, like you did, it doesn't have the power over us, right? It's just like, oh, it's doubt doing its thing. It's fear doing its thing. It's not the truth with a capital T because the truth with a capital T always feels right and good, you know? Yeah. What do you think, Andrew? You've been so quiet. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just chilling, listening. Uh, I think that's interesting. I'm not really, I don't know much about like spiritualism. Uh, to me, I would just kind of define all of that as like a blanket term of stress and like recognizing when I'm stressing out about anything and then just like deal with it that way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. Um, I don't really break things up and try to identify. I don't go too in too deep into myself. You're probably better off for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of <laughs> what I'm thinking, right? Because if you go 
I mean, you can get wrapped up in all sorts yeah. of stuff, man. You can go into, yeah, some pretty deep spirals. Yeah, you got a magic school bus yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Tori's stand-up joke. Oh, shit. Never mind. Never mind. It's a little dirty. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sucks. And I do agree <laughs> that... uh Sucks. That, uh, yeah, these, you know, stresses and life's up and down and all that. Like, it's just nonstop and it, it is longer than a night. Thank you. Yeah. It's longer than a night, right? Yes. We need a new term. But you can't have ups and downs that only last a night. It is as true. Well. Yes. There can be. Yes. There can be. That was uh, part of the reason we started this podcast was we were identifying, like, through self-help books, we were identifying... They made it sound so fluffy. Yes. The way they got to where they were. Right. And we want we want that middle ground of like, okay, Oprah, what was it like <laughs> when you did get? Because you know she got fired from her first uh, like uh, TV yeah. show or something. Like, what did you think when you first got fired? Like, yeah. What was those doubts when they were telling you, no, you're not going to ever have your own TV show. Like, yeah. that's the part that I want to hear. Like, I want to, I want yeah, a whole Oprah. book on that. Come on, Oprah. Oprah, do it now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just any of those books where they skim over, like, oh, I got fired from my first job and and I persevered through it. No, no. What did Oprah think when she doubted herself? And I feel first like that's all, really important. I love Oprah so much. She got me through, like, some of my teenage years. Did Second she give of you all, anything? Like, did you ever, I don't know, like, I don't know where it like was posted. Yeah. No. Okay, I didn't know if you went to her show. And she I did like, not go to her show. Okay. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> she gave me profound life lessons. Okay, that's good enough. Pantsuit. Okay. Suit. She gave me a pantsuit. Did she? <laughs> no. <laughs> is she? Sadie is having so much fun right now. She is so happy right now. Okay, wait. I was about to say something. Oprah. Um, I don't remember exactly what I was going to say, other than I really want to punch those people on the face. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> That's the second time you said that. And I what? really, I, I want to punch people a lot. And I, I do love humans. <laughs> but I do have desires. See, it's the it's the not voice of love in my head that wants to punch them. The first it's all time marketing. You, oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I missed, your, I missed your comment. I was saying uh, the first time you wrote down punch people in the face, I wrote down you have on two rings. And I was going to try to make a joke about it. But I haven't thought of the joke, but it's you come up twice now. <laughs> That's um, too funny. Andrew's quiet. We'll task him with the, the punch in the face joke uh, <laughs> just before the end of the episode. <laughs> I metaphorically want to punch people in okay. the face. I don't think I actually want to punch people in the face. Oprah responded re <gasps> Oprah responded to a friend of mine in college. Uh, oh. She tweeted at Oprah. Oprah posted something, and she said something to the effect of, I wish I was Oprah. And whoever runs her Twitter responded, but you'll never be Oprah, or you'll never be me, so you have to accept that. No, you're you're not me, but you, what you can do is be you, or something to the effect of, sounds, and focus on that. That sounds like what Oprah would say. Yeah. It's it good was, advice. It's very good advice. Yeah. Could be bizarro Oprah. <laughs> just like the inverse of everything she is. Just a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah, you know how like Superman has bizarro Superman. Yeah. Just Yeah, just everything. You start taking cars from people. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a... You owe people a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you refuse to give Tom Cruise a platform. <laughs> Parallel universe. Oh, what do you think back. about that? Yeah, uh, I think that 
I think that there's it's like so mind blowing that it's almost like hard to go there. But I think that I don't know. Are there infinite amounts of things happening at the same time? Like use infinite use. There's a book that I read that I found really really interesting. Um, oh, and then now I'm forgetting the title of it. The woman's name is Mira Kelly, and she does hypnosis. And she started hypnotizing people. I don't know if you're into like past lives or anything. Smidgen. Smidge. More Smidge. into the parallel. I'm more parallel. More parallel. Yeah. I'm it super... used to be a dark night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm super into past lives. So this is kind of in the same genre. Um, there's a guy who is a Harvard, Harvard or something like that, um, professor, psychologist, and he didn't have any belief in any of this kind of stuff, but he was a psychiatrist and he started hypnotizing people. Anyway, his clients started having such detailed experiences during the hypnosis, even about his life, things that nobody knew because this was before the Internet, that he had to start paying attention. It's like super, super crazy, super interesting. So this guy has like his whole life ended up pivoting and now he focuses on past life healing for people this like. Harvard trained psychiatrist person, you look like you're about to ask something. Oh, I was, I was like, so you're telling me that I could have traumas from past lives that yes. I need to work out? Yes, I'm sorry to tell you, but I don't think, yeah, I think you don't have to like go there. But what I was gonna say is this other woman who trained with him started getting information from her clients about parallel lives, and like. And then, like, I'm not really into the science of it, but people have done research where someone will get information about a past life, like kids will get information about a past life, and then the adults will look up this information and find this person is still, the person that was, like, their child or whatever is living now. Like, you know, like crazy shit. I know I'm not doing it justice, but there's crazy stuff out there. It's like quantum living. Like you got the, you know, quantum mechanics. You got the two atoms existing in two different places at the same time. Or it's one atom existing in two different places at the same time. You're saying it's like you're living this life, but you're also living this other life at the same time. Yeah, for parallel lives. I mean, two different things slightly the with same past planet? life. And like I'm also a dude in India right now working IT. There were... I can't say yes or no to that, but that's, so that's a, what I feel like sometimes. Okay, <laughs> you are your own expert on you, so I would say go with that. Um, I feel like I'm in a cubicle. Okay, do you want to say more about that? Oh yeah, I feel like I'm in a cubicle, <laughs> and like I got a calendar on it with like, but it's like a personalized calendar, and uh, it's got like each picture is me and my family, and it's really nice. Oh, yeah. is it good life? Are you happy? I mean, yeah, I'd rather live in America, but okay, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have that talk with with your partner. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. You know, it's taking some convincing because <laughs> her family is like really, you know, we got a set path, and like her dad's telling right. her she doesn't want to move, and it's very traditional. Yeah, plus we got the kids, dude. What, you can't pack six kids on an airplane. I got six of them. She's very fertile. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, more yeah, to come. It's not maybe. me. I'm not fertile at all. <laughs> okay well we um that was just a spontaneous parallel life that's what i feel like my reveal name's, my name's what's a good name <laughs> you have to know your own name i feel like I it's know, you can't ask we we kind of lose a little energy when you say my name is my name is what's a good name <laughs> i was with you <laughs> yeah well i was trying the universe wasn't giving it to me. you know there's a block sanjay there. 
Sanjay, yeah. I feel, I feel like that's a really Sanjay like hyphen Omar. Sa- Sanjay, Sanjay Omar. Omar. Omar's yeah. not very Indian, is it? Well, yeah, but I'm a very Americanized Indian, I feel like. That's why oh. I'd rather live in America. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Grew up listening to rap music and pop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I love this Eminem. took an still, interesting turn. Still, Eminem is still my favorite rapper over there. <laughs> yeah, because you're still like the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sadie likes that. She's wagging her tail. He'll work it out. Shout out to all my Indian people out there. <laughs> Do you have Indian listeners? I hope so. Uh, I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> Not yet. Well, yeah, we do have some just in be Germany. Real. Be uh, real. Yeah. Oh, Germany. Yeah. yeah, we have some. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Germany. Okay. Um, but no, none in India yet. Okay, yet. Yeah. They might. Sometimes people think I'm Indian. But I'm not. Okay. So they might see my name and they might go, I'm going to listen because she's Indian. Ooh. But I'm not. Are you Hispanic? No. Italian? No. Russian? No. We're just trying to tap into different markets. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear those shout outs to each and every country? <laughs> I'm Armenian. Armenian? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyone listening in Armenia? I don't think so, but now it's going to happen. Like, we're, <laughs> we're breaking into that market because of you. We just like mentioned so many. You should like hashtag all those places. We will. <laughs> oh yes. Am I, I spo- I'm not supposed to keep the ball rolling, am I? No. Oh, well, oh. we were talking about parallel lives, and uh, <laughs> took us. <laughs> no, that's fine. But that is a question. I'm not supposed to keep the ball rolling, am I? No. 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 That's that's us. That's you. Um. Because yeah, parallel universes. I do yeah. think like. All the McNeils, when it's all said and done, are com- going to compare all our lives to each other. Like, who had the best? And I think, like, oh, yeah, cool. I think, like, right now I'm in the middle of all the McNeils. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to come on the back end and be the best McNeil. <laughs> Other than the one that become became president. Like, I do think that there is a McNeil who, like, checked all the boxes and became president or nice. is going to become president. Like, nice. I'm yeah. a prime minister, maybe, of, like, okay. Italy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in your parallel lives, are they all you here, like in this town at this age, or are they like everywhere? They're all over the. They're all we're okay. all the same age. The ones that made it to thirty, like I feel like okay. there's a couple McNeils that probably made some bad decisions. <laughs> well, I mean, even spiritually, you got like ninety kids. <laughs> yeah, but the kids are like you. But it's just like you spiritually dropped seeds everywhere, and now they're like a hundred McNeils. Yeah, they're. The- <laughs> <laughs> you're there, a spiritual player yeah <laughs> there's like yeah there's some mcneils that uh got uh, had kids during spring break and there's the majority this of McNeil that got lucky you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah like i feel like yeah there's a bunch of mcneils and one of them is on the path to be president one day nice. he like went to ivy league He's, but he's deeply unhappy because he doesn't want to live that lifestyle. Oh my god! Yeah. See, outer success means success means nothing. Exactly. If you're not following your true path, I think we're coming up with some themes here. Yeah, I feel anyone, like I feel anyone? like it's is it it's working out. It's working out. Yeah. Okay. Talk to her about connected the podcast that you wanted yeah, to mention to her. That's what I was going to mention. <laughs> I also uh, produce a, another podcast by a woman out of Wilmington called Connected. Oh. Okay. And it's all about spiritualism. So okay. you might like it. 
I don't know, because I'm not really comfortable with the term spiritualism. Well, that's my term. <laughs> uh, Can we just say spirituality? I will say, yeah, she's like okay. the, she's into s- stuff like you. T- I'm super uneducated with that stuff. That's fine. But she talks a lot about, you know, listening to the universe and, oh, cool. um, you know. Oh, that's awesome. How first couple episodes are about her personal journey, but she's also talking about like on broader concepts. Okay. Stuff like that. That sounds really good. Yeah. And you produce it. That's so cool. Just editing. Not oh. that important. But well, you said produce it. Whatever. We can make our own titles. <laughs> <laughs> you take what he's speaking it into existence. I'm yeah, that's right. I'm king producer. <laughs> Duke of editing. <laughs> so when you first moved to this new area, because you're from Cali, mm-hmm. uh, how was that? Like, were you nervous to meet new people? How did you meet new people? I've asked like three questions all in that question. <laughs> it's a word problem. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I think people are, can I just comment on your comment on yourself? Yeah. I think people are really bad about that in interviews, but I haven't noticed, oh, sorry, that's Sadie. I haven't noticed that with you guys. People ask like seven questions. You guys are, you guys are doing good. Okay, Just wanted to take a moment to affirm. You know what, that's a star. I I feel like you deserve a star for that. Wait, who deserves a star? You do. Oh, I thought you were giving yourself a star. No, 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 I can't, no, no, no. Just because I hold the pen does not mean that I can just be (laughs) randomly. you're the only one. Uh, we all have to agree that Anu deserves a star. Oh, I heartily agree. <laughs> I will never in life turn down a star. Andrew? Well, I'll vote star. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like you were intimidated. That was a little by bit. By me yeah. raising my voice. <laughs> um, Sadie, do you agree that I deserve a star? She telepathically said yes. All right. Oh, look at that. A star has been given. Okay. Um, so now I've completely forgotten <laughs> what the actual question oh when i first came here i mean i was a mess i was a hot mess yeah uh i was very worried about yeah not finding friends and i was really like competitive with myself like thinking about how long i had been here and how many friends i actually had and like it was like really oh man what year did life in my 20s were extremely hard i get confused 96 97 96? 96. So, so there's no Facebook to keep track of your friends so I'm, far. Right. That's oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Pre-Facebook. In fact, I didn't even know where North Carolina was on a map when I moved here. And there was no internet. Can you imagine? Isn't that weird? Yeah. So my friend was coming out here to grad school. And that was one of those intuition things. Like, woo, in a moment on the phone. I'll come with you. I just graduated college, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, yeah, it was all just like a kooky, crazy little adventure. Um, So what was the other question? Like, how did I meet people? Yeah, like, how did you adjust and meet people in this new area? Because you said that at the time you hadn't you hadn't taken an improv class yet. So you hadn't Mm -hmm. worked the skill of introducing yourself to people. No, but, you know, I met a lot of people. I was waiting tables um, the first couple of years that I was here. And then I um, that restaurant closed and. The owner had a coffee shop on campus. I was working in a coffee shop on campus for like 10 years. Um, those were probably the biggest ways that I met people. I mean, you meet so many people. It's like being a bartender or something, you know, just like the constant influx of people. And they're coming in often, so you just start having conversations. One of my longest friends here, um, my friend Sharon, she was a um, customer at the restaurant that I was waiting tables at. And we just started talking, and we're still friends. Yeah, I found that when I worked in retail. 
I was manager of a store, and uh, a lot of people would ask to speak to me. <laughs> now I got a harem of Karens. Call my Karen the harem. Excuse me? I feel like I need a little clarity on everything you just said. <laughs> a lot of people would ask to speak to you? What well, you know, that? just people with complaints. So are there Karen? Like you They're all named Karen. Can we break it all down? And they're part of my harem. Okay, but you're friends with them? Sure. <laughs> is this a joke? Is this it a is. bit? So it's all a joke. It was a bit. Yeah. Am wow. I supposed to get the joke or is it an inside joke? No, it's, uh, it's just a dumb joke. So, so okay. There's, there's a. I feel like uh, there's, there's a, a meme of like women named Karen. Oh, there's a meme. Yeah. Oh, so it is like an inside joke for people who know that meme. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's like it's like the lady who has a problem with everything, right? Always asking oh, to talk to the manager. I missed this meme. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was like, as a manager, that was a way for me to meet a lot of Karens, and now I have a harem of Karens. Is the harem of Karen part of the meme, or is that no, your personal me. spin? That was my spin. Yeah, the stereotype okay. is that the people, the person who asks for the manager is named Karen. Yeah, I think I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for breaking it down for I me. just, in my head, was like, Hammer Karens. It sounds funny. Yeah. Uh, so you went for it. So, so there was no reality in what you said. Like you didn't meet people in retail. Oh that no, whole I, thing I, I was did. Bullshit. Yeah. I have some reality to it. Uh, okay, please. One of the people who I used to work <laughs> with, who always used to complain and had a problem with everything, was named Karen. So oh! I don't like to be stereotypical, but when they first <laughs> said that, that people named Karen complain a lot. I was like, I am a walking, living proof. That's really interesting. Yeah. That must have been really validating. It was. It was. Every interaction I had with her for five years, it made it just a little bit better. Yes. Yeah. Just a smidgen. Better. Oh, yeah. Did you want to punch her in the face? I guess men can't talk about wanting to punch her in the face. That's a bad question. This is why I'm not the interviewer. Uh uh, in my head, yes, but oh, never, okay. never on, yeah. Of course not. No, no, of course no, not. never. You can think that. You just yeah, can't. you can think it. You can yeah. think anything. We can't judge ourselves for Every our thoughts. Every single time she messaged me what my job was that I was currently doing, do you ever, she wasn't the boss. Do you have, uh, like, ornate fantasies of, like, how you would get back at her? <laughs> ornate. No, because I'd have to interact with her to get back at her. Oh. Uh, that was, it was like that's t- that, that type of person was like, mm. But I used to always do her favors because I wanted the conversation to end so fast that if she was asking me to do something and it wasn't in my job description, I would just say yes so I didn't have to go back and forth with her. So maybe it's a strategy. Get on people's nerves and they will do things for you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's an interesting life lesson to take from today. (laughs) I'll think about that. What is hot mess anew? Like, if you feel comfortable <laughs> talking about that. Oh, God. I was just, I just had no self-esteem. I was really in my head. Just a mess. Just, yeah. I don't know how comfortable I feel about going into, like, major details. Fair enough. We all are messes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. That's like Dark Knight of the Soul. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a mess sometimes. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so adorable. <laughs> Well, I, I term a lot. I, I use mess when it's like if I'm a mess, it's like not that bad. 
uh, like there are other words for when it goes beyond a mess. Oh. So like that's when you said mess. I was like, oh, she's just having a few bad days. This is oh no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. So mess nope. for you is a whole different category. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair What's enough. your word when it goes beyond? McNeil's living a tragedy right now. Like, oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <tragedy. laughs> I really like that. Yeah. I've had yeah some some time in tragedy for okay. sure. A mess just means I'm out there, you know, maybe occasionally getting drunk, Got looking up with people I'm shirt. not supposed to hook up with. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. It can, you can reverse very quickly from a mess for me. It's like a yeah. it's like a week of getting yourself together and like the mess is over with. I want to punch those people in the face. Okay. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I was hoping to get a laugh, but you just looked at me really Oh, seriously. I was like thinking, I was thinking like <laughs> What is a like so beyond a mess? Like tragedy means like it's gonna take about six months to a year. Six to months dig, to a year to dig yourself you're out like, of tragedy. You're pulling out these like adorable, cute time frames. <laughs> okay, like, oh, six months to a year, I'll be fine. <laughs> His midlife crisis is gonna be like two weeks. I know exactly. Oh, no, my midlife crisis is gonna be terrible. Oh, it's. <laughs> I can, I dude, I can see it inching towards you though. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna just inching towards you. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I think we have to, like, I, I believe that we're going to live longer and longer and longer <clears throat> and longer. So, like, I think we should start just getting comfortable with the fact that people are going to live well into their hundreds. True. Yeah. Speak for yourselves. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you're going to. Yeah, no, I'm out at 50. <laughs> just straight up 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. <laughs> That's so sad. Okay. No, I'm hitting three figures. You're hitting 100? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hitting 100. No I'd doubt. like to go for 100, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think we're going to just be, like, young, older people. Like, all the advancements are going to be, like, well, such Once that they start growing organs and shit. Yeah, come on, uh, Andrew. But population, you, then they're going to have to put in, like, to affect, like, rules and laws so we don't become, like, crazy overcrowded. We'll be on Mars. Which is going to... Look, if we're on Mars, I might push through for another week and <laughs> see if I can get on that shuttle because I'm trying to go sniff some red rocks. But who knows, man? I don't know if I want to live in that world where everyone's 100 years old and still playing basketball. Okay, that's fair. You don't want to be like the cool ass 100 year old that like just drops wisdom, like just says just like, the most profound stuff and yeah. then goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in your chair. <laughs> Just asleep. I don't think he wants <laughs> I to. I don't know. No, I don't. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Hey, we all have free will and choice. Unless I come into money. Okay. Yeah, if I can live live large, then I want to, pro- you know, prolong that. Let's but just I- sit in awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like a good moment to sit in awkward silence. You have to learn to do it in improv. Yeah, but you can't do it on podcast, can you? How how long can you sit in silence? Uh, it doesn't for? matter because I'll shorten it up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so on the podcast, you wouldn't leave like a long stretch of silence. No, because you gotta. <laughs> like, how long? W- how long is too long on a podcast? Like three to five seconds, I think. Is too long. Yeah, because you'll start to think like, did your sound go out? Right. If you're listening. But to I it? think it'd be fun if just for this, you just left it. All right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but like, not ten seconds. I'm just saying, like. Make I mean, people I can also make, put in pauses. No, no fakies. Just make people. I'm like directing your show, apparently. <laughs> I like it. We always take <laughs> feedback. Yeah. I think we should go for making some people feel just a little bit uncomfortable. Like, fuck, the sound went out. And then come back right then. Yeah. 
Well, train them to deal with uncomfortableness because that's a part of life. It's a part of life, and you're here to teach. Exactly. All right, awkward silence now. I feel like it doesn't work when you say awkward silence. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not awkward. <laughs> Look, that's how I do my stand-up. Pretty much I have a lot of awkward silence in my stand-up. I'm going to start announcing it. Awkward silence now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that actually is kind of funny. Completely take the power out of the punchline. <laughs> Gotta get to some mistakes. Oh, let's talk about it. Yeah, what? I thought I talked about <laughs> mistakes. We got to get to mistakes? Uh well okay well what we got well, your history and like yeah my life is full of mistakes okay go ahead well was it, is there a mistake that you made along the way where you were like I don't think I think this is a bad one I don't I can't bounce back from this and you obviously did because you're here I mean yeah I have those thoughts and feelings a lot I mean this shit's getting real uh oh <laughs> no, I'm not gonna cry <laughs> um yeah. I mean, Feel free to cry if need be, Bob. No, I will cry if I need to. Okay. Yeah, but honestly, I don't think I'm in a place where I'm ready to like divulge those like things that are like that like keep me up at night to the world. It would be yeah, we don't want to pry into any of that. Uh, <clears throat> but I think was there anything that did keep you up but doesn't anymore? Like things that like Right. Um, yeah, I know what you're asking. It's a really good question. Like something that maybe a younger person might be going through that could they could benefit from hearing somebody talk about and talk about how they navigated it and how they dealt with it and got over it. I mean, I guess what's popping in my mind when you say that is just the general theme. And it's it's like so cheesy, but of just how intensely hard on myself I can still be and was so much. Like, I so want to just, like, be a friend to my younger me and and comfort that person. Yeah, I think there is some truth to stakes seem, stakes do seem much higher as you're younger. And then, like, every year you're like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die someday. I mean, I'm not going to die until I'm in triple digits. But shout out. <laughs> but there is some kind of relief not taking it all so seriously and just going, it's okay. Um, but it's not something that I'm over being hard on myself by any means. Um, I'm certainly not anywhere near as hard on myself as I used to be. And I used to be just so, you know, with social anxiety, you're just like so caught in your head thinking about how people think about you and what the response to you is going to be. And if you're saying something dumb or if you're making a stupid expression with your face like I don't I guess in that way like I have social anxiety flare up for me still at times but I don't live in that place um so I think honestly there's a lot of things that have helped me but it, one of the biggest things that's helped me has been improv because improv you really learn to be in the moment you can't be in your head and be a good improviser um so I think because I've practiced it like almost daily for 20 years now, I don't live my life in my head. Now, that can lead to other mistakes. <laughs> so inception. I, what was that? I said inception, like we're, we're digging deep. We're digging deep. You guys are good. Um, so I think I was so shut down for so long and had such a like passion and desire to become not shut down. 
I think anytime we have like a strong, strong passion for something, it happens. Like it generally happens. It might not happen as soon as we want it to happen, but it happens. So I'm pretty freed up in my life, in my daily interactions. But sometimes now I think I've gone to the other extreme where I just like say the thing that's on my mind and blurt it out and I'm too blunt and I can be too harsh. And so I think both have been mistakes, if you want to call them that, or just learning on this earth plane of, you know, not stifling myself all the time I, that's such a incredibly painful way to live but then going to the other extreme of just like saying everything that comes to my mind and saying things that I regret and um, saying things that aren't helpful so I think right now since I've lived both of those extremes I'm kind of learning and trying to come more into the middle like you just had that thought and you don't need to say it. <laughs> I'm trying to think that happened like just, oh, it happened this morning. I was on a, um, I was on a Zoom call and, um, and I, I don't know if they'll listen to this. How do people speak so freely on these podcasts? Because you don't know who's going to listen to what. And you don't very know. Very true. We actually had that discussion yesterday. That's do right. other people struggle with that? Because that is really a struggle. I well, don't know. Scarlett Johansson, if you're listening to this, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and we've said that we want to uh, kind of book people who have a little bit more to lose. Because some people will go too far off the rails and we're like, we actually can't release this episode. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. So we want to balance. Like, we want people okay. to open up, but we also want them to not be too loose and, like... Which is what you're talking about. Yeah. It is. Having, it's meta. Being open and also having impulse control. Yeah, yeah. So I was on a Zoom call, and it's... A, <laughs> I'll just say it. It's an intention group, and... Um, it's basically like using thoughts and energy to heal. So we send energy to, to whoever says they want an intention or whatever. And But these people were like talking a lot. They were just going on and on. And the blunt me like really wanted to spat out a few times during the call. But these are lovely people. And they're, they're not doing anything horribly wrong. So I got to practice the new me, which is like, you don't have to say every fucking thing. Just like, and just, you know, if I can wait like a little bit and say, okay, let's get back to blah, 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 because I really just wanted us to like be organized. And they were receptive to that. So I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning to be more mindful about the things that are coming out of my mouth. And I'm certainly not there yet, but I'm learning. It's ironic. You pumped the brakes on a Zoom call. What is a Zoom call? Is that a device? You know Zoom. Like, it's like a way that you can meet online. It's like a Zoom meeting. Like a uh, Google Hangout or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I was picturing, like, I don't know if, like, they had, like, video conferencing in the new Tesla. Like a Zoom call. Like, you Zoom around while, no. while on the car. Okay. Oh, in a Tesla? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, no. this car is a phone now. Damn. No. Okay. <laughs> I think we did it. We got our goal accomplished. And for that, I think you deserve a star. Jesus Christ. I kind of directed that. Yeah, I? you made it happen. It was a very improvised moment. Um, I would like to say that I think Anu deserves a star for that. I only hold the pen, though. I will heartily agree because, as I said before, I will never turn down a star. Andrew! <laughs> Look, I'm for it, but at this point, this is participation trophy. <laughs> He's a star. Snake of stars. Oh, she agrees as well. <laughs> then, then we're here. You now have two stars. I have two stars, uh, and we each have three mistakes. 
And I, like I, I don't think Andrew has any stars. <laughs> oh, I don't want it. Uh, oh. oh, oh, he is. See, now the absence of stars is what's valued. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Uh, so was this like you're naturally an introvert? Um, I don't know. I am a I am an extremely introverted person, and I'm an extremely extroverted person. How did you end up in the place when you were like you said you were in college, and like you were worried about making friends and like when you moved here the same thing kind of like before you started down that journey of self uh development and improvement and stuff like that um how'd you end up in that place what was like was it like eight-year-old and a new was she like the kind of like the bookish type who stayed inside and read this is where stuff gets really deep and it's hard to know what to share um there was I guess I was asking if that's just your natural disposition. I guess I'm going to just be honest and let the chips fall where they may. We can take out anything you want, by the way. Okay. I'm going to say that there was like a a lot of trauma in my childhood. Um, So was it my natural disposition? No. It was a result of... It was a reaction to whatever. mm -hmm, Some pretty intense things that were happening. Can I ask a question? Some advice real quick? Yeah. Uh, you said you're mastering the, the balance of uh, not saying what you're thinking. Uh, how do you get your face under control? <laughs> it's an uncontrollable face. You are asking the wrong person because my face has har- a very hard time getting under control. Yeah, you have a hard time with the facial expressions? I do. My initial facial reaction lets you know what I think about you know what, what you just said. I may not say it. That's so beautiful. Keep that. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm serious. We live in a world where people are so masked and defended and it's hard to get the truth. So I would say if 10% of the time, 20% of the time it's unwanted facial expression, don't lose the beauty of being affected by what people are saying. And I guess I'm giving myself that wisdom too cuz my face cannot get under control at at all and I think that that's okay. Don't you like seeing the? Don't you like seeing the effect that you have on somebody? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I know. Sometimes it's not fun. It's not. Because <laughs> uh, I, I had a, a boss once pointed out. She like when someone says something stupid in a meeting, I can look at you and determine whether or not you think it's stupid. <laughs> and you have to get that under control. Because I'm like, oh. <laughs> Or if somebody's rambling, I'm like, okay, here's what we're doing. <laughs> Dude, sometimes during yeah. improv shows, if we're in a bad show, and yeah. I'm, I, I have a hard time being on the sidelines. and During a show. Yeah, and other performers, have, ever since I started, have told me, like, oh, I could read your face because I'm just sitting there like. Like, this is so dumb. Yeah, this, this is, is like bullshit. terrible. God, you know. And... There, and <laughs> It's bad because it's not nice to the other performers. Yeah, and it's that's like, probably. And audience members can tell you're not. It's like a virus. It's contagious. Yeah. And then the audience starts catching the virus. And then but their face <sighs> is making shitty facial expressions. Bad improv. The ceiling is here and the floor is. I mean, so I low. am against bad improv. So I say face, do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> bad improv hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Just, just train people. Can I just do a fucking PSA to people who want to be good performers? Just like train the fuck out of yourself and just 
listen to teachers. Now I'm being like very self whatever because I'm a teacher. But like there are people out there who want to help you become good improvisers. It just I guess it just frustrates me when people don't get a lot of training and then they don't understand why things aren't working. And I hope I'm not insulting anybody right now. See, oh, no, no. I'm blurting. <laughs> I'm doing the blurt. I mean, no, I think everybody who does anything would agree with the fact that uh, you should try to do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find myself, I don't get annoyed with new improvisers or anybody that I think working on their craft. Sure. It's the people that have been doing it a long time, like, oh, like, this is their bad habit. Like, and that's what yeah. starts getting me, because I'm like, I'm not going to change their bad habit in one show. Right. Um, and apparently people haven't fixed this bad habit, so I'm like, this is a thing that's probably going to stay unless they have self-awareness to know, like, I tag people out right at the beginning of the scenes <laughs> and I really have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. Or just like the worst is like people who don't listen to you on stage and go with their own idea. It's like improvisation at its core is a co-creative process. You have to be creating with the other person on stage. That is what makes it so interesting and fun to do. And if you're not interested in co-creating with someone else and you're just interested in getting your funny line out there, I just don't think it's going to be magical improv that you're producing. And see, this is where the the bluntness and maybe taking off the, oh, ki yeah. the kid gloves works because, like, I think the best I've gotten is when we've had coaches, him and I, who have said, all right, I'm going to keep it real with you. And, like, they stop the fluffy, like, everyone's good mm -hmm. talk that is necessary for 101 and 102. Sure. Yeah. You know, everyone's good. Let's build the confidence. Yes, absolutely. But there's a time where, like, all right, it's time to take the kid gloves off. <sighs> that's a hard transition. As a teacher, that's a hard transition. I'm trying to get better about, like, I just had a new round of students who had finished, you know, short form class here in 301 at the Art Center who are ready for my advanced class. So this was the first time I said, listen. This is going to be really challenging. I'm going to be doing a ton of side coaching. And I just, you know, if, if you want to be challenged, this is the right class for you. But I don't think I was clear enough about that up front. So people would go from the magic of like, ooh, every class is amazing and I'm killing it and da da da, which is so great and so important. And I'm not diminishing that at all. But there is that transition to that next phase. Like, okay, if you're serious, now I think that the energy and tone is going to get a little bit different. It should still be tremendously fun, but there's that like kind of blunt. Okay, you were about to say something. Oh, I, I can feel gonna, it. Oh, yeah, I was. I was. You had that good intuition. <laughs> um, and I, I think that's with anything in life, uh, having to take the the kid gloves off. Like once you want to be serious about yeah. a new endeavor. So, uh, by the way, I just think I just said your name in there, like a new <laughs> endeavor. Jesus Christ. Give yourself a fucking star. Give man. it. Give me a star. I think what, what I want to give you the star for is how cute your face is when you noticed it. See, that's was, that facial expression. I was happy. I was really happy. But see, your facial expression like shines through. Sweet. Sweet. I'm okay. in the lead now. Um, <laughs> just saying. Just, just throwing that out there. Just saying he's in the lead. Um, okay. But when you're taking on a new endeavor, like, of course, you want to just put stuff out there, whether it's starting a business or starting a new position. Like, just go for it and do it. Yeah. At what point do you think you're saying it's time to take off the kid gloves and have serious conversations about my progress and where you want this to go? Like, when do you start being kind of mean to yourself to grow? <laughs> I don't know. That's like a weird, uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, look, 
Uh, it's an interesting question. Like, so I'm thinking about it as a te- teacher who can be um, very direct, and that can be super helpful for some people <laughs> and not helpful for other people. So that that's like one thought that's coming to my mind. Like, it depends on the person. Um, and then when you say, when do you start being mean to yourself? I just don't, I don't find that when I'm mean to myself is when I have my biggest growth. I don't know that being mean to ourselves ever works, but I think I know what you mean, but do you think being mean to ourselves works? Well, define being mean. Is it being mean or is it tough love? Right, yeah. Accountability, maybe. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's an answer to that question. I think it's just... I don't know. Do you think there's an answer to that question? This could earn you a star, by the way. <laughs> no pressure, Andrew, but you don't have any stars. Can you rephrase the question? Uh, yeah. Can you make it a good question? Okay. Yeah. Um, take a star away. <laughs> I, I, is it, does the group agree that I should take a star? No, I only it, hold the it pen. It hurts me. No, Your face rephrase is too the question. sweet. Okay. <laughs> okay, so when you're trying to grow, I think when you're first taking those steps, it's, it's most important just to take those steps and start something new. Yeah. At what point when you're in that process do you start saying, okay, now it's time to improve. I got to be harder on myself to grow in this new endeavor. At what point in the process? See, that's a hard question. I guess when you are comfortable with it. That's a good answer. Mm, that's a good answer. When your confidence or self-esteem and stuff can handle it. <gasps> Dude, the quiet guy. Okay. Oh, I uh, see the pen in the hand. Oh, my um, God. It's the, well, Sadie? Sadie? <laughs> Sadie says yes. Okay. Give Andrew a star. Andrew, see, and Andrew doubted whether he would ever get a star. He was <laughs> he was like going opposed to yeah. stars. It was a defense mechanism it, for it sure. Was. Like what? That kid that doesn't <laughs> want the smiley face at the end of the day. Everybody wants a fucking star. Let's just be real. Yeah. I would like a star named Scarlett Johansson if you're <laughs> listening to this. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it's my celebrity crush if you can't I think I got it, Andrew. Thank you. Ooh, celebrity crushes. Is that a... I I am uh uh who what's I can't even remember right now. <laughs> That's this how much she means to me. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? I don't know. Who is my celebrity crush? Paul Newman. Paul Newman. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what the universe I, told me. I feel mildly insulted by that. <laughs> but he's like seventy. Um, no, it's not Paul Newman. Uh, I. Can't think of my celebrity crush. I don't know if I have one. Amelia Clark right now is mine. Oh. Who is she? We're watching Game of Thrones. Oh, she's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. All right, I'll have to yeah. go and Terminator. Okay. And Terminator. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've always wondered is uh, is a is a new tree your real name or is that like a nickname? Well, it's your name now. Okay. I don't but know if that's like an. I'm waiting for the end of the question. Is 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 that like uh, your nickname? Where did it come from? Okay. So my birth name is Anushka. Okay. Anushka Stoller Brode. I was going to write that down, but I have <laughs> no. I lost you yeah. at Anushka. Um, yeah. I was sitting. I went up to the mountains, and I was kind of like setting the intention to think about my life and where my life was going, blah, blah, blah. And I just had a trip in the mountains, and then I was as I was coming home, I stopped off in um, Black Mountain, which is right next to Asheville. I don't know if you guys know it. And I was sitting by a river. And no drugs were involved. I'm saying that now because I've told the story a few times and people say, were there any drugs involved? No, there were not any drugs involved. So uh, sitting by a river 
and minding my business, like not thinking really about too much that I can remember. And I just got like, like this download. So I get like these really intuitive downloads. They just kind of hit me like out of nowhere. And the, the download said, it's time for you to change your name. Just like straight up. It's time for you to change your name. And then it said, you've outgrown the vibration of Anushka. And then it said, you need a new name and it needs to be a nature name and it needs to grow up from the earth. Like all these things were just like given to me super clearly. So I was like, I was like trying on all these different names in my head. I was thinking of all these different nature things. And then I hit tree and like my whole body started like vibrating and like all this energy started moving up and down. And so I don't feel like I chose that name at all. Like I never freaking would have chosen that. Like I want to be normal. I want to fit into the world. I don't want to walk around like being called tree. But that was like the name that like totally like I was told like that's your name. So then I was like I can't be Anishka anymore. Like just the thought of it felt like a sweater that was like too tight or something. Like just just didn't feel right. Even though people are like, that's such a beautiful name. Like, I just didn't feel right, you know? And so I was working at the coffee shop at the time, and some people used to just, for just as a cute little nickname, just call me a new. So without thinking about it, I kind of just, like, went that direction. Now I kind of wish I had thought about it more, but now it's a new, just as a shortened version of Anushka and then tree. So I got the tree in there. I got, like, the spiritual download in there. It's just, like, my best friends call me tree. Okay. Because they know the story. Yeah. I, I love that story. You love it? I love it. I have avoided telling that story for so many years because I, like, don't want people to think I'm freaking weird, but I am. Accept it. He's I like, know. 2020. I'm fucking weird. weird. I get downloads. Shit. Weird shit happens. I feel like people ignore downloads all the time. Thank you. I have, I've never heard it called a download before, but I feel like the universe does try to tell you things. Yes. And people just ignore it. Well, see... I'm feeling good about like sharing this part of myself because I really have tried to keep a lot of my weirdness hidden. But you're right. We get downloads all the time. Andrew? I've downloaded some viruses in my day. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> also, if you ever need help with any of your downloads, just contact, what is it, Surrey Omar in India. <laughs> he will help you out. <laughs> Anyway, McNeil, <laughs> as we were saying, <laughs> download. What's a download you've gotten uh, recently? I, I, I think it was the quit my job. I think uh, at the time everything worked out to quitting it. I had always said that I didn't want to be working there when I was thirty. I had planned it out to nice. pay off my student loans by the time I was thirty, so I just paid them off. And then a friend, uh, Bri Bergesa had said I was complaining to him and I had just paid off my student loans. He's like, I can get you a job to where you don't have to work. It was uh, the summer camp job. Oh. Uh, where it's like, you'll have your room and board paid for for two and a half months. You went up there too? Yeah. yeah. All you guys did that? Supreme. With Will? Yeah. Neville? Yep. It was amazing. And awesome. it was like, you'll have a fun ass summer. You'll have two months to, in the woods to think about what you want to do next. Nice. And it all like just... It all like just fit to where it was like the only decision I have to make is a decision that I had said a couple years ago that I didn't want to be working there when I was 30. So it was like the universe is like, beautiful. all right, motherfucker, like here's your option. Yeah. Do it. And I just went with it. That's Shout so cool. I have a lot to say. Shout out to Bri 
for that pitch. Yeah. That was one amazing pitch. <laughs> yeah. The way he sold that job yeah. was Are you being brilliant. serious? Yes. I can't tell if he's being serious. I was. Okay. Yeah. Well, so in that case, Bry was being um, an ambassador <laughs> of the universe, right? So you had set this intention a couple of years ago. And so that intention like started rippling out the yeah. moment you sent it to the universe. And then everything was kind of like working and all the cogs were being put in the right places. And then Bry, he's like, I'm a channel for the universe. Exactly. He's like, McNeil. Bah. And then you were like open and receptive because you had set that intention. And then you're like, this is my moment. And then you did it. And then poof, all these like ripples started rippling out into the universe because now you're like so much more aligned with your path. Exactly. And I, I think people don't listen. They hit that point and they let fear take over. Yeah. I'm super proud of you for like going in the direction of what you really wanted because I think you're right. It's, that's the hard choice, right? It's easier to stay where we are. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. you got to pick up and move to North Carolina. When yeah. Yeah. When a friend is on the phone and tells you they're going to grad school. Exactly. Yeah. So we have a special part of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> unlike <Yeah>. everything else, which <laughs> no, no, has well, been like no. super unspecial. It's the one segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, we just flee, free throw, uh, free, free, free fall. fall. Whatever free, free fall. we're doing, we're doing a whole free bunch Willy. of free um, Do you know what free Willy is? That was a mistake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew just took the pen straight <laughs> Okay, up. I am losing right now. Um, right. <laughs> so we do this part called uh, motivational speech. Okay. And uh, we have you look at that camera right yeah. there. Download. Uh, download. Um, and we have you give a motivational speech. Um, it can be a minute, two minutes, just what you think the universe needs to hear. Damn. Our little mistakers need to hear. Really? Um, sometimes we rephrase it as, what do you think younger you needed to hear? Mm. Uh, we'll put some music behind it and mm. uh, just give like a motivational speech. Whoa. How are people doing with this? Good? Uh, so, some people <laughs> uh, batted out of the park and some people were like, uh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> yeah, we've only had like two that weren't, you know. Who were they? Good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll drop names. <laughs> You're like, I'm not afraid to drop names. Yeah. Um, wow. God. <laughs> the first thing that I want to say is, although I believe in past lives and parallel lives, we only have one life. Like, I think that is so helpful to remember. You are going to die you're gonna die <laughs> so this is your moment to follow the downloads this is your moment to take i'm not a huge believer in huge risks because sometimes our nervous system isn't ready for huge risks but start practicing taking small risks start practicing listening to your own downloads and listening to your own intuition and see what happens when you listen to your intuition what I'm gonna guess is gonna happen is you're gonna start to feel more energy moving through your body. You're gonna feel a little bit lighter. You're gonna feel a little bit more expanded. Those are all the signs that you're on the right path. And when things get hard, try your best, try your best not to beat yourself up. Cause life is fucking hard. What I've learned is life is, it's truly difficult. And anyone who tells you differently, just know that I want to punch them in the face. So just remember me punching people in the face when someone tries to tell you that life is easy and it should be easy. 
Um, it's very hard, so it's okay. It's okay if you're struggling. It's okay if you're depressed. It's okay if you're anxious. It's okay. Any problems that you have are totally fine. And I believe everybody is good. Like even murderers, we're all really good and just doing the best we know how. So be gentle with yourself and be gentle with other people. Question. Oh, way to kill the vibe! I know, I thought, I thought you were done. <laughs> I thought we like do a hard ending there, like, oh, no, boom, no. drop the mic. Okay, go well, ahead. We usually comment on, because uh, I, I want to follow up people's oh, speeches. Question. Um, can a little mistaker quote you? Can they say, hey, you are doubting me, you're being mean to me person. There's a person on this planet named Anu who wants to punch you in the face. Fuck yeah. Okay, we will write that down. <laughs> if I'm known for anything, I want to be known for someone who is willing to punch people in the face. Fair enough. Wow, we're in a new world, though. So that could be seen as very abusive. And then uh, my second follow-up question is, uh, who is the audience for your motivational speech? Mm. Reason I'm asking, I was, I was imagining little kids, and you are like, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some right. kids need to hear that. <laughs> to hear that shit um this is where the kid gloves come off oh, fair enough <laughs> no um i think the audience is people who have been through extremely hard times like i have and then tend to beat themselves up for it so like i was saying you know it's okay it's totally fine to struggle i think that's a lesson that i've really learned in the last year like life's gonna be hard it's kind of like you said you're gonna have your doubts you learned you're gonna have your doubts for me I just got this year, life is hard. That doesn't mean I'm doing anything wrong. So when you struggle, it's totally okay. Um, so it's for people who have been through real shit. You know, some people coast in life, and I'm not talking to them. Fuck you, people. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's always good to end on flipping the bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to our little mistakers who have, <laughs> who have had it easy, she has a middle finger for you. <laughs> Oh dear, this got intense. Uh, what do you want to sum up with? Like, what do you want to leave the people with? Like, what do you have going on? Um, I have a lot going on. If you're local, <laughs> Sadie, Sadie liked uh, liked everything because she's like in a happy place. Um, if you're local, I've got classes going on all the time, improv classes. Um, I do coaching if you want to improve public speaking, stand up comedy. I love helping people artistically. Um, I also do that online stuff that we can do on Skype. Um, I also, I may as well come out of the closet. I do intuitive readings. So if you want help, like finding your purpose or what are my guides and angels saying to me, I can help you with that. Um, and then we're performing. We, I perform a lot around here locally here at, uh, the pit or the art center, um, trans actors improv company, Danny canoe, various groups. Uh, come find me on Facebook or Instagram, A New Tree Road, Wild Mind Improv. I don't know. How am I supposed to be plugging? Oh, just like you're doing. <laughs> I, was, I was letting you rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love, it seems like this is happening more and more. I love um, giving talks. So if you're interested in hiring me to come drop some truth bombs and help people be inspired, I'd love to do that. And get flipped off. Yeah, there's a little bit of sass okay. in my... No, I won't flip you off if I'm, like, in a corporation or something. <laughs> Fair. Um, final tallies. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I'm in last place with four what? mistakes. How and is that three possible? 
this, I, I have four mistakes. Okay. The mistakes trump all. The, okay. The, the stars are just for a tiebreaker. Okay, but they're they're important in my heart. They are. Okay. They are. <laughs> uh, Andrew is in second with three mistakes and one star. And then Anu, you are the champion. I mean, I feel like that was swayed in my direction because you guys are just being nice. But I'm a winner. I take it. Yeah, we're not nice. It's, <laughs> it's all on your merit. <laughs> I was winning until the final three minutes. Yeah, I, I feel like you I were winning. I messed up the intro. To like say, yeah, I messed up a word. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And uh, Andrew held me accountable. I feel like you're the winner in my heart. Andrew, I'll you're not. I'm <laughs> cool with that, too. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, what do you want to leave the people with? Um, uh, and a new slogan is uh, embrace the DLC. Download your intuition. Download your ambition. Go on a face-punching mission. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at NC. Follow Humor Mistakes on Instagram, humor.in.mistakes. Like us, subscribe, leave a review, find us on Facebook, and YouTube, HS2 Comedy on YouTube. There we go. And uh, you can follow me, I Keep It McReal, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then I've already said Facebook. My Facebook is actually Donovan McNeil. That's another mistake. <laughs> I am so far in last place at this point. Finding in the hole. Uh, remember, mistakes are okay. And we're out. Thanks again, Anu. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast all the way through. If you've enjoyed this, please like and subscribe. Or just let us know what we can do to improve your listening experience. Thank you, little mistakers.